Welcome to the show. It's the Crusader Show with Elvis. A fantastic. We're on stage three on the Entrina station. So we're going to be learning on today about stage three and what that means and what that is. So welcome to the show or your show, Elvis. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, last two weeks we have been trying to explain the two stages out of three of how um, Muslim and Islam creeping in into our societies, our countries, and then it takes over. Um, the first stage uh, review it was they usually they play a very kind of uh, victim card. They pray, play that uh, kind of they've been victims and victimized of political or oppression of certain regimes, certain groups, and they are here. Um, while when, when they come here, we, we can see um, clearly after they settle down, they start playing different games. Um, and uh, sort of the number, usually Islam and the Muslim, they work with number. Muhammad has said, once you are in uppermost, do not ask for peace, you see. So, um, the taqiyya, for example, is being said, you can use it once you are in a danger or you are in a low um, number. And what's taqiyya again for people that don't know? Taqiyya is the, is, the, is the legal lie. The Muslim can lie, you know, legally, right? according to the law of Islam, I mean, not legally, our law. And what it is that, for example, we can see a good example of it when they take this uh, oath in, um, sort of during the citizenship. They usually they ask, you know, what's your religion? And when you say, for example, I'm a Muslim, then they give you a Quran. Yeah? And you put your hand on the Quran and swear that you're going to be faithful to the leader of, for example, the Queen Elizabeth and the uh, law and the sort of flag and everything about this country, for example, yes? And the oath is that they're going to be faithful and defend when the, this country is in danger, right? What we can see is now, it's a total utter lie. When you see the Muslim, mingling with each other, even they separating themselves. You can see their community is basically they build their own cocoon, their own uh, sort of um, community to just be away from the Jews and Christians who they believe are nudges, they are filthy uh, uh, and, and they are kuffar and things like that. Yeah, unbeliever, non-believers. So you can see how they're building up their own uh, structure of the society first. Once they become strong, then they start demanding. This is the beginning of the phase two. They demand. They say, well, we want, for example, school for Islamic school for our kids. Yeah, We want um, mosques. We want more mosques. And the mosque is, you know, if possibly or most of you are not aware, every mosque built in, in an area, that's the sign of domination. 
it means they have taken over. That's how they they know it as, right? And then they demand, you know, we can't have a sort of any other, we have to have a halal. And now the halal is pushed in our throat. I even, a few days ago, went to a Chinese shop to get a uh, Chinese food. I didn't even know they're doing a halal. Oh God, wow, I didn't know they Oh yeah, that's interesting. Hami, but there wouldn't be any Muslims in China, so why would they do that? The Muslim, they're oppressing the Muslim, right? And in here, because of their benefit, they they submitting to them. How stupid is that? I mean, uh, I didn't know up until I went to one of the shops, another shop, and they had a mark of halal. And I just, I don't believe I said, I've never seen a Chinese doing a halal, because they do lots of pork. And um, so then she said, uh, yeah, we are halal. And I said, why halal? You know, you're not Arab, you're a Chinese, for God's sake. Mm. And in my area, uh, there are very few recently, very few Muslim. I mean, usually it's predominantly is a British uh, sort of uh, residential area here. And uh, now they start doing a halal, you see, they don't even have a mark, so you don't know um, wow. you're eating halal, you know. Uh, anyway, so this is how it works, and the, the license that, for example, every company they pay for a lot, for example, Warburton Bread Company, for example, or or any meat company, or even choc chocolate now, Barclays, uh, some of the Barclays, uh, Cadbury is, is the is a halal. Yeah. yeah, I heard that a few years ago. I wasn't sure whether that was yeah. true, so it is actually yeah. true. Yeah. So, this is how it goes. This is a multi-million or billion in some areas like Australia. is a multi-billion, you know, dollars business, right? And we're helping them. We're helping them with this. I did mention that the banks now sort of, they're doing a 2.5% on every transitions that you do. Without you know it, that goes to the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah, Crazy. it's Barclays, it's the HSBC, and some other banks actually they're doing it because they've been bought by the by the uh, Saudi money. So um, this is how they creep in. Then, did you hear the EU was giving them money as well? They were giving Muslim Brotherhood. I think they were caught giving them thirty-six point five million. Now they're under. Yeah. under NGO groups so they were called oh you know um, against racism or you know they had different yeah. names so the NGO covered but it was actually found out that they was Muslim Brotherhood pretty shocking yeah yeah and uh, for example in America uh, they, they taken an extra um, Sort of style or uh, way to do, uh, penetrate the, uh, the country and the system is by their education. You know, almost all the American universities they're running by the Muslim money, by the Arab money, and they have a uh, severe influence in their educational system. 
and they brainwashing the kids. Uh, you know, while they, they they couldn't do it in here because in here they need different different way. It's a different atmosphere, a different environment. But this is how we've got to be careful about what's happening. We have to take drastic measure to tackle this um, uh, these plots against us because um, lots of people unfortunately still believe that uh, not all the Muslims are the same uh, this is not Islam Muslims are not this, Muslims are not that they are lovely people yes, nobody said they are bad people but the main thing is first of all the Islam not talking about Muslim but the, the Islam Muslims are following Islam and this is how they uh, be told and uh, push that look. This is your religion. This is everything. It's not the only religion. This is your culture. This is your life. This is how it is. That's the way it is, right? So that's why Muslims are doing it because they believe and they're afraid as well. The way they have said, oh, if you go to the hellfire, it's going to be like this. It's going to be such. It's going to be, you know, scary. So they've been scared to death since, since they were kids. They are afraid of Allah. Why we call our God Father, Heavenly Father, right? And we believe He loves us, not hate us. But while in Islam, it's a totally, utterly different story, you know? And um, therefore, uh, we should um, somehow basically get together and defend our communities. Why it is um, that uh, is, a, is a bigger subject that um, later on I will explain. Why do you think the bombings have stopped? You know, with um, Muslims, not so much bombings, but you know, um, the suicide attacks and all those sort of things. Why do you think they've pretty much died down since Trump no, no, has no, got no, in? No, 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 they haven't. No, they haven't. They haven't. Um, they usually, they usually use this uh, periodically yeah they um, they don't carry on doing it because um, uh, obviously they're gonna raise the uh, objection of people against them you know people gonna uh, raise up and do something right against them so what they do they do it for a while and they they stop and then they use other if you notice after the uh, bombing they started using cars and plowing through people and, and you know markets and busy streets. And now that has stopped as well. Yeah. But we get lots of stabbing and machete attack. Sunday, right just Sunday passed. I was in Hyde Park Corner coming back from there on the Oxford Street. As you know, Oxford Street is the is the shopping center of London, you know, sort of shopping and, uh, and mainly, you know, uh, clothes and fashion. And in one of the squares that usually there are lots of restaurants and cafe in it, uh, off Oxford Street, uh, it was a machete attack. And one 17 years old boy, while he was walking, he was attacked and killed. And this is not the first one. Every single day, impossible not to get any news on my phone. 
there has been a stabbing, there has been a machete attack in East London, in Central London, in South London, right? And it's almost every day. And what it is, the media covering up, media doesn't say anything. Media absolutely say nothing. They cover up on it. Same as the rapes on the children. Yes, if you raise your finger on one, uh, uh, you know, uh, Muslim woman, it would be months and months on the television that, oh, these far-right people, such and such and such, insulted this woman, right? That's how it was. And, and the Muslims are very well aware of this, that they are protected. They are basically covered by the media, by the government, for, you know, whatever reason you believe. Um, and then, uh, for example, you know, also, they stop and use a different techniques because they don't want to leave any trace. By the time they're going to basically the security systems um, services, they're going to pick up on them and find the source. They you, they change the tactic. Don't don't forget Islam. Before anything is a military system, and they are militarized. You know, you listen to the for example um, the time of crusaders that what was the story and you can see um, it was a, t a you know military tactic they used against the European crusaders and how clever that was these people been you know from the time of Muhammad Muhammad was a war monger he was nothing he was a warlord and they know how to fight they know it very well and why we don't you know, maybe we know how to fight the countries, but we don't know how to fight militia attack. You know, and uh, this is what they are good at. Anyway, the the second uh, the second um, stage is that they demand, they build up their communities, they build up their school and mosque and I don't know halal and Sharia courts, for example. We got over hundreds of Sharia courses in UK, and they are operating. Once you say, well, we got our own law, why Sharia law? They said, but look, we are Muslim in such and such, and you know, and part of the Sharia law, yeah, is not even implementing at the moment. And what is that, for example, stoning? You cannot see Muslim bringing people and stone them. You cannot see lashing. You don't see beheading on the street, right? But this, this is because they're still not having a hundred percent of the power. But there was quite a few honor killings a few years back, wasn't there? That doesn't seem to be happening anymore all around Europe. Yes, and even in the United States. Yes, that's That's right. Yeah, they do honor killing, that's right, but mostly done by Pakistanis, you know, which are sort of very... But, um, but that's how it is. And they saying, but uh, have you seen we, we um, for example, stone everybody, anybody? No, we don't. So this is not Sharia. Sharia law is the law of Allah and such and such and such. But I promise you, once they got to the 100% of gain power, then 
it would be everything, including the Jews and Christians should go on their knees and pay jizya. And got to wear the belt or zonar as they did before, and the Jews got to wear their star of David. And that's, that's why he's waiting for us, if we don't wake up and do something about it. A stage three is, I was just talking about it. Once they got to the... Uh, to their power, they take over, literally, you're going to lose everything around you as your identity. You're going to lose all the buildings, memorials, um, sort of, even now, they started um, kind of the, the vandalizing our, our cemeteries. Lots of cemeteries being, being uh, destroyed, vandalized in London. No coverage for it, absolutely nothing. Complete silence. Yeah, our church has been vandalized and, and burned, especially in France. You know, hundreds of churches a week all over the country been vandalized, right? And all over the world, um, nothing, absolutely nothing. No coverage, no media, no news, no nothing about it. And now, have you heard of uh, everyday books? And you see how they're fooling us. They're saying, oh, now we're going to have a negotiating with France. Yeah, and uh, now the government's actually, after 15 years that we've been having a, uh, this, this crisis with the migrants to the French camp and here, now they're going to say, oh, you know, there are lots of uh, uh, channel crossing and we're going to do something about it. Obviously, the governments are playing us, you know. Um, they, uh, they know they've got no more time and there is no more space either. You know, we, we are full, basically packed with migrants. They're sticking them even to the four and five star hotels and just saying, you know, we're going we're gonna, to uh, have a negotiation anyway after 15 years. But the, the bad news here is yeah, uh, just with um, a exam an example of uh, how Muhammad what's going to happen to us. This is one of the examples I'm, I'm reading from one hadith. It's a hadith al Bukhari, uh, which is saying. Uh, Narrated uh, Ibn Aoun, that says, I wrote a letter to Nafi, and Nafi wrote to reply in my letter that the Prophet had tagged, which is a Jewish uh, tribe, without warning, why they were heedless and their cattle were being watered at the places of water. Yeah. So basically they were watering their cattle and Muhammad all of a sudden attacked them. Their fighting men and their women and children were taken as captive. The prophet got Jubilee on that day. Nafi said that the Ibn Umar told him the above narration of So look it will come, this is what exactly we, we, we are facing for this, yeah? You are facing 17 years old boy walking 
Mind must be his own business in the street. All of a sudden, the guy comes and bangs with a machete killer. A 17 years old, innocent guy, right? This is what's going to be waiting. And this is the example from inside the religion. That's how Muhammad did it. That's why these people following Muhammad. And that's why it is the, 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 what was waiting for us to come. So our hope, um, we wake up as soon as possible and take um, defense or something and do something about it. That's all on hope. Okay, thanks very much, Elvis, for this week's show. That was fantastic and all the knowledge. Um, yeah, so say street looks like kind of a, it, I don't know, I think Ireland's more at stage two. It's still that kind of, you know, we want, we want more schools, we want more um, halal food, we want more, you know, Islam everywhere where, you know, Croke Park, celebration Eve and the shrine um, in Knock didn't go ahead. So. It's definitely more pushing. That's the stage we're at anyway. So we're definitely probably more stage two. But thank you so much, Elvis. No, we have passed this stage two. No, we have passed this stage two. Um, so we, we have passed the stage two, definitely, for sure. Now we got more mosques than possibly churches we got. We got more of the schools, Muslims, Islamic schools. We got um, literally halal, 100% implemented on us, you know, and uh, everywhere we they, they stick in uh, halal in our throat, and I think we are very much into stage three and going forward. Um, That's in the UK now. Ireland's slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but uh, in there, um, if you if you don't really do something about it it's going to come very fast yeah. faster than what you think yeah because yeah, you're about 40 years ahead of us with the whole islam because i think the british started bringing in muslims uh, pakistanians about 40 years ago and the gang rapes have now been reported to be yeah. started about 40 years ago and the authorities and everybody had known um, particularly labor councillors and had decided not to do anything about it or to hush it up or to try and bully the girls into not speaking about the gang rapes and it was pretty much sex slavery is what they're doing and the head of Antifa actually interesting enough got arrested um, and he was into paedophilia um, and basically sex trafficking of young girls which no surprise the left are very much and there are very, there's a lot of paedophiles. The, the head of um, Antifa in Ireland was caught with over 7,000 paedophilia pictures. So this anti, head of Antifa, I think, is in the UK and he's... No, sorry, he was Black Lives Matter. Okay, so we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Cheers.